Bro, you can't stick a fucking spell on me, bro. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Clever Kids. Uh, my name is Tyler. I'm here with... Brian. And Jeff. This is a weekly pop culture podcast where three brothers choose topics and talk to each other about them. Nope. Damn it. I should not have done that. <laughs> I thought I had it. Whatever. I'm really just going to write one next week. I keep meaning to. Okay. Um, this week we're doing a bit of a... Uh, a showdown. Before that, though, we're going to talk about the kinds of things that we've been reading, watching, or playing this week. Uh, last week, I went first, so this week, I'm going to make Brian go first. Brian, what have you been up to this week? Um, yeah, we are um, all caught up on Lovecraft Country. I'm assuming they're still pumping out episodes. I guess I haven't really taken up to you that. Know what? Are they releasing them every week now, or is it done? It's been, it's been weekly. Um the whole time and i missed last i have not watched last week's episode yet so i'm at least yeah. one episode behind so so we are at least caught up if the season's not over um um prep yourselves if you're thinking about watching it there's definitely a lot of horror and it ramps up as you go like there's more and more as the episodes go on so and a lot of racism absolutely yeah they, they really tackle some pretty big issues um and and bring them to light and make them, you know, kind of tell them in an interesting way. But the, you know, the one thing that we've been noticing is there's definitely a lot more horror, uh, right in your face in, in these later episodes. So definitely if you're, if you're squeamish or faint of heart, uh, prep yourself. Um, that one real quick spoilers for one episode of, uh, Lovecraft country. So if you want no spoilers, do not listen to skip ahead 15 seconds. That one where, uh, I can't remember the woman's name, the character's name, but, uh, it's the main girl's sister who wants to work at the department store. The and metamorphosis she can, thing? Yeah. Yeah. And then when she's yeah. <laughs> anally raping that dude with her stiletto oh, was man. so violent and brutal. Kelly and I were both like, holy shit, I did not see that yeah, coming. That's, that was hard to watch. Crazy. But, uh, just so stuff like crazy. that. Just stuff like that. Like prep yourself. Don't watch it with mom. Uh, that kind of thing. <laughs> Um, otherwise, uh, I've been kind of picking up episodes of Korra every now and again. I'm into season four. Um, four. She's kind of yeah, this is the fourth season, I think. I thought uh, they were on three. And she's uh, she's kind of doing this like melancholy, like I got my butt kicked last season thing right now. She needs to break oh, out no. of her slump. We'll see how that goes. But uh, anyway, um, so that's pretty cool. Otherwise, who's she dating? Real quick, who's she dating? No love interest currently. Oh, interesting. I'm waiting. Yeah. We talked about this in the first episode it's, that I posted. Uh, I it's literally the season finale when, when that reveal happens. Really? The series finale, yeah. Oh, wow. They wait that long. Okay. So anyway, um, so that, uh, otherwise, we throw in the occasional episode of How I Met Your Mother. Um, that's kind of it, really. I haven't been playing a whole lot of games. My, I'm doing two terms, uh, two, two courses this term, excuse me, for my MBA. So I've been completely miserable, San Diego, and... Uh, you know, that's going to be my life, I think, for most of the next year until I graduate. Cool. Sounds good. Did you freeze? Oh, no. Oh, sorry. I, I ended my spiel. Oh, okay. Uh, Jeff, what have you been yeah. up to? Uh, let's see. So uh, it's been kind of a slow week for me. Um, I did finally go through and finish The Good Place. Uh, they finally uploaded the last half of the, the fourth season to Netflix. Yep. I just They'd watched like it too. Yeah, 
and it's uh, I thought that season finale was incredible. Um, I thought that that Chidi send off was actually really like poignant and uh, I don't know, it's touching. Um, and uh, so that was good. I'm glad I finally got to, to finish that. Um, I've been watching Dragon's Dogma on Netflix, which is uh, an anime based off of a uh, video game, which is kind of what they're, I guess they're doing now. I'm excited with Castlevania, and I, I actually really enjoy Netflix's. Jeff, you got to talk yeah. into the mic. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I'm really enjoying Netflix's animation. Um, you know, like it's, it's high quality, and the voice acting is great, and it's a, I like the stories that they're telling. So, um, yeah, so that's good. Uh, I haven't been playing too many video games uh this week has been kind of a busy week for me um yeah what about you tyler Oof, boy uh okay so we watched so i haven't played any ghost of tsushima since we last spoke i also have not gotten any further in the book i was reading um i had a really busy week at work um and then when i got home which is kind of 2020 guys this i don't know if i've said this already but this year has really kicked my ass i'm beaten down (laughs) i'm watching a show i don't even like um but i really needed um something fun so i did some research into some movies to find any movies that have been released recently that like people really liked and i found i made a list of three and the one that we chose to watch was called Save Yourselves. I rented it on Amazon and I texted you guys about it. Did you? Did either of you check it out? No. Um, no. Well, I, I, it's I probably thinking about watching that last night, but I ended up watching different movies with mom and dad. So. Um, it probably isn't still on there, but uh, I, if you guys find it anywhere, um, I recommend watching it or renting it. Any listeners out there who are interested in just having a fun movie with a uh, their significant other it's kind of a romantic comedy in that it's a couple who decide that they want to they're too addicted to their phones and their emails and their tablets and like dual screen lifestyle and um they're like where you need to just unplug for a week and they tell their friend that they're going to do that at a party and he's like oh i'm restoring a cabin upstate you guys just go stay in the cabin for free and they're like okay and they make a pact that they're going to go up to this cabin and um, not look at their phones for the whole week that they're up there and if they're about my age they're probably you know early 30s um, and while they're up there an alien invasion happens in New York <laughs> and they're they're just out there this remote cabin and um, basically they turn their phones back on because they notice something's weird and it's all about how they these two millennials who have no skills they never learned how to camp or start fires or um, chop wood or hunt or do anything are trying to survive the apocalypse in a rural area Um, it was it was very funny it was very good Um, I liked it a lot I highly recommend it if you either of the two of you guys I'm sure it'll hit streaming eventually Um, I recommend watching it once it does it was really really funny I liked it a lot uh, and then uh, one more update. Uh, I'm still watching Big Bang Theory, and I still have no idea what any of the characters' names are except for. Uh... <laughs> nope, I don't know any of them. <laughs> I know Sheldon's name, Sheldon. But <laughs> other than that, I still don't really understand what this show's about. I'm pretty sure there's just rampant sexual assault jokes 
in every episode, the one dude that wears turtlenecks all the time talks about kissing girls while they're sleeping and stuff, which is really, I'm like, this is not funny. <laughs> this is not okay. Um, I don't know. They introduced, uh, I keep introducing characters. They started getting celebrities in to do like little bits. Um, that's been kind of funny. Some of their pop culture stuff is actually pretty good. Like they'll, they'll do some interesting like superhero like conversations that I'm like wow that, that's actually like a good point I didn't expect this show to make like a genuinely good point um but other than that I am losing my mind I've seen every episode I don't know what season I'm on but you know what it is if you uh what is that um that idea of like being like lost in the desert and keeping a journal you know what I mean it's like day 643 like in the wilderness that's what i feel like i'm doing with this show like i'm like just watching it and i'm lost i don't know what's going on so again this year has really just broken my brain um anyway let's get into this uh this battle brian this was your idea so i'm gonna let you explain to the listeners what it is that we're doing yeah in the simplest terms i can um we were trying to make this, you know, not be a super complex debate because I think it can easily get away from us. So what we've come to is we're going to do two rounds. Um, and in the first round, we're each going to take from pop culture, from literature, from movies, whatever we want. We're going to take uh, three characters from one source. So easy example, you know, you choose DC and you go... Superman, Batman, Green Lantern. That's your three guys for round one. And the other guy might choose, like, for example, Lord of the Rings. And might go, uh, you know, Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli. And that's his three guys. The third guy chooses three from some source in pop culture. And then what we'll do then is pause. And each person's uh, going to have an opportunity to remove someone from someone else's roster. You're going to be able to like eliminate one of their three characters. So you can assume that the most powerful character is going to get thrown out. We might get some some interesting uh, strategy there. Um, and then it's going to be uh, an open conversation. And the scenario is uh, each of the teams gets dropped on a different side of Manhattan Island. And it's ready, set, go. And then they battle for uh, until one team's left standing. And we're just going to basically debate why our team whatever remaining two we have from whatever source we pulled would be the last two standing or why one of them would survive or what have you. We'll have a good discussion about it, try to come to some kind of uh, unlikely consensus, and then uh, we'll go on to round two where we'll do the same thing with new sources and new groups of three uh, and so on. Are we all clear on that? Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh, why don't we go ahead and kick off round one then? Um, and I'm going to um, have Jeff uh, pick his source that he's pulling from and then name his three guys uh yes yeah, so i mean it's up to you guys i have an x-men team and i have a dc universe team um you pick one yeah what do you mean it's up to us if you're gonna make uh, me pick i'm gonna okay, pick the fine. worst, worst sure. one. i'm saying which which universe you want me to pick but, go, okay, go so big. i want you to pick the powerpuff girls team sure i'll, I'll start with the dc universe um and the three that i have selected are the flash superman and dark side. Oh fuck. Flash. Sorry, I'm writing this down. Uh Superman. 
Superman and Darkseid. Okay, do me a quick favor here, um, and we don't need to get too in-depth. Just give me a very, like, one-sentence synopsis of each of their main featured power. So I, 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 I yeah, tell who's you how the Flash? I don't understand. You, you get what I'm saying, like, Flash, super speed. The, yep. Does he have super strength at all? Does he have, like, some form no. of invulnerability so, or so healing? Flash has the ability to think and move very, very quickly. Uh, how quick? Uh, I, I'll have to get into if, if he remains, if he doesn't get eliminated, because um, that is definitely part of the argument. Um, Superman is uh, invulnerable, super strong, super fast, uh, can fly, can shoot lasers from his eyes, can shoot ice out of his mouth. Um, <laughs> he can build the Great Wall of China with his eyes. <laughs> he can't do that. Um, if he kisses you, you forget everything. <laughs> yes, and he's allergic to green things. No, um, but uh, exactly. yeah. He has one weakness, which is one of the rarest minerals found in the universe, based on a planet that was destroyed by a imploding sun, um, millions of light years away. So, uh, his other weakness is magic. Um, uh, Flash doesn't have any inherent weaknesses. He's not like allergic to bananas or something stupid. He's, he's going to be pretty hard. Uh, Darkseid is a uh, immortal god that lives on a distant planet who can also shoot laser beams from his eyes that can either instantly kill you or teleport you to another dimension. Or um, send you back in time for some reason. <laughs> or send you back in time. Uh, he's also super fast and super strong. I don't know if he can directly fly. I think he has, like, devices that can help fly. He has, like, a levitation belt yeah. or something, if I remember right. Um, oh. Yeah. He's, he's basically uh, Thanos for the, dark, for the DC universe. I mean, he literally is based on... Uh, Thanos was based on Darkseid. Yeah. Right. So he's Thanos is actually like a weaker spinoff because they decided that Dark Side was a little too powerful. <laughs> like, uh, we made a Im unbeatable guys. Let's make him less unbeatable. All right, Brian, I want you to go second. Who you got? Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the Greek Pantheon for my first one just to try to match up with this team. Um, I was kind of going back and forth. I think the three guys I'm going to throw out, and you guys will have to argue with me if you guys think that this isn't fair, but I'm going to go Zeus. I'm going to go a little bit deeper and say Kronos. And I will also throw out, um, hmm. I am tempted to go with Athena, but I, I think I'm going to go against my own logic here, and I'm going to say Poseidon just to get a little bit more of a punch. Hmm. So Zeus, Kronos. Poseidon. Okay. Um, uh, and I'll give you a, a brief breakdown of each guy real quick, actually. Sounds uh, good. So Zeus, uh, obviously all three of these guys are immortal gods. Um, Zeus is the like the mighty all-father of the Greek pantheon. Um, lightning is his main weapon. Uh, also super strength. Um uh, and I, I'll just define it as a divine wisdom. I don't think that he's in any way omniscient. So I think those two things can be separated um, because he doesn't know all things. But, you know, he's definitely shown times where he's aware of certain things, especially uh, when it comes to like the story of Troy, uh, where he's kind of watching it almost like as if it's like in a crystal ball. Um, you know, he's kind of watching it going like it's like a like a chessboard that he's kind of moving shit around. So I will say that's something that might incorporate into my conversation of, of his ability to be aware of things. Um, Kronos uh, is his father 
um, and he was kind of the Zeus before Zeus. Uh, his main power, uh, instead of lightning, is control over time. Um, and, and, you know, definitely that should play a role there if he manages to make it through the cuts. Um, and he fights with a scythe. Zeus just hucks lightning bolts at people. And then my last one, Poseidon, uh, the Earth Shaker, uh, Lord of the Seas, God of the Seas. Uh, so he controls like water powers, oceans, aquatic life, um, and earthquakes, uh, you know, horses. Maybe I'll throw a horse at you guys. We'll see. Um, horse missiles coming in. Uh, but yeah, that's my three guys. How is Kronos existing in the same time frame as Zeus and Poseidon? If Zeus and Poseidon killed Kronos in order to gain their power? Uh, can't we say the same thing about Darkseid and Superman? What, are they just going to fucking be on the same fucking team and it'll be all buddy-buddy? Well, buddy, this isn't about sides. This is about the fact that in order to take their position on the Pantheon, they had to kill Kronos. So we're just eliminating people based on their storyline now? I thought we were just pulling characters from We could just pull characters. I was universes. just asking a question. Yeah, you are asking the question. And I'm going to go find a comic where Superman's shoving his book, uh, hand up Darkseid's butt. And I'm going to ask you how they're going to fight when Superman's arms incapacitated, <laughs> rearranging his intestines. <laughs> so, anyway, um, Tyler, this, what you uh, got for this one? Three? I, I think, uh, I think I'm going to go with my Lord of the Rings. No, 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 no. no. I'm going to also pull from mythology. I'm going to go with the Bible on this one. Um, I'm going to choose Jesus... God and Abraham's foreskin. What do you guys think? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say I thought uh, the son is part. Of, is an extension yeah. of the father. No, no, no. no. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Lord of the Rings. Battle. I'm gonna choose um, Sauron, uh, Gandalf, and uh, Saruman. I think on this one, um, Sauron is essentially the devil the devil um he's just like a unbeatable uh god with a massive mace and a suit of armor that's impenetrable um and his soul is inside of a ring that can't be destroyed unless you throw it into a volcano so he literally can't be killed unless we're in middle earth next to mount doom so good luck with that one guys um and the other two are wizards who have, you know, wizard abilities. I don't know. They have the ability to cast magical spells as long as they have their staffs. I think it's based on their staffs. I actually don't know. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you guys all know who Gandalf and Saruman are. You do. And then also, listeners, you understand wizards and shit. So, um, yeah, I don't know. All right, so we're all we're all in Manhattan on opposite sides of the island and whatnot. Is that right? Yep. So yep. So just to set the stage here, so just to recap, there on one side of this kind of triangle on the outskirts of Manhattan in different sections, we've got Flash, Superman, and Darkseid standing on in one section. In another, we've got Zeus, Kronos, and Poseidon. And in the third tip of the triangle surrounding Manhattan, we have Sauron, Gandalf and Saruman. Uh, Tyler, why don't you and I go ahead and work together to toss someone out of Jeff's team? Um, and then you guys will do the same for me, and then Jeff and I will do the same for you. Um, who are you thinking, uh, just right off the top, between Flash, Superman, and Darkseid to um, toss? I think probably Darkseid would be the one to toss, because if you think about it, he's often you have to have like a whole team work together to defeat him in the comics. Also, uh, I have the answer to Superman on my team, basically. So, 
So, so yes, I was going to make the argument for Flash, and I think it's because I've heard Jeff ranting about how he would argue that Flash is more powerful than Superman due to his ability to warp time with his speed. And I and the other thing was he kind of hinted there that he doesn't know if he can even name a weakness for the for the for the Flash. So I'm thinking we toss that dude well, to I get rid of the time stuff. Weakness for the Flash, and we just outmuscle the Flash. Uh, is also magic in a way if you can get him off of his feet then he's basically rendered useless and all three of my guys so have god me. magic powers so yeah so I'm, I'm just I'm just picturing like let me ask you something Superman the invulnerability is it just there's nothing really strong yeah, enough because to dark side dark side can him, make or Superman is he bleed. literally untouchable dark side can hit him hard enough Right, so that means that he can. Right, be hit. so I would assume that God level people can yeah. do so. And right, like a like a lightning bolt from Zeus probably has a chance to. Well, to we make, know some from DC canon like that a lightning bolt from Zeus will hurt Superman because that's exactly the power set that Shazam uses. He uses Zeus's oh, lightning. Oh, there and we go. Superman is I injured love by it. it, so we know from DC canon that yes. Zeus's lightning will take Superman out. So Superman, you would think that Superman's like one of the big guns on Jeff's roster, but honestly, you and I have the answers to Superman. I'm not worried about him. Also, Flash is so, extremely powerful because he has what m many people who read comics consider the biggest weapon in the DC universe, which is the infinite mass punch. Whereas he can manipulate time and speed around him and throw a punch so hard that he could destroy the entire multiverse. So that, but again, his power set is only really valuable if he's on his feet. Otherwise, if you can, if we could just levitate him off of the ground or destroy the ground in front of him, then, or I don't know, do something like flood the island with a god. A god who has water yeah, powers. I guess, I guess we got. <laughs> I guess we got Saruman with some push powers or yeah. whatever the hell that is. <laughs> the old man pushed each other around, <laughs> shit in the tower. Um, all right, well let's just let's just try to figure I it out here, like make a decision. I vote Flash. I feel like he's harder to touch. I feel like he's going to be harder to combat Dark Side. Then Dark Side, where we just Dark Side requires all like good. Are, are, are you confident that between our two teams, you're going to be able to make a good case against Flash? Because I feel like I would struggle harder with him than I would with Darkseid. Um, if you're confident with it, I'll, I'll bank on you. Uh, I don't care. I think I can make an argument for both of them. So if you want to do Flash, we can take Flash. All right, let's let's toss Flash because he's making me uncomfortable. I think that's Jeff's ace in the hole. He thought we were going to sleep on him. All right, uh, go ahead and toss one out from me, though? guys. I mean, Zeus and Poseidon have faults, have flaws. Kronos uh, doesn't really. His his only real weakness, the only way he's ever stopped was with his own children. The fact that he actually has... Because he ate his own children. The, the only <laughs> real... Uh, like, Kronos uh, is only really killable with his own weapon, which was his scythe. Um, and he actually had control over time. Um, I was hoping you would overlook that. <laughs> I was hoping you would overlook that. So, uh, yeah, I, I personally would toss Kronos. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I don't I don't have an answer to his time abilities on my team, and I don't think you do now that the yeah, Flash right, is on your team. Yeah, but you also forgot so. that every Greek god can shapeshift too. It's one of the powers. That's right. Yeah, I thought you guys were going to be tossing Zeus there, but okay, I will, I will talk. Uh, toss Kronos. Uh, and then Jeff... 
Uh, we are trying to decide between Sauron, Gandalf, and Saruman. I think that one's yeah. pretty obvious. We're tossing Sauron there. Um, although, like, I'll be honest with you, I, I didn't get to see a whole lot of him other than just. But me, if like, you've combat. read this, summer, you read this so um, right? Oh. Long it kind of time explains ago. a little bit more of what his power set um, is. Also, in the in the books, it talks a little bit more yeah. about what he does. But. but I feel like you kind of walked into a buzzsaw there where you don't have a, a strong second because I don't think Saruman and Gandalf hold the jock. I think that you're basing here, so that interesting interesting in, you entirely off of the movies, but we're we're including like the wizard's abilities in the books, right? I'll, I'll be interested to hear it, but I just I don't remember anything really being concerning, even book book level. But yeah, absolutely, you can pull from anything loader related. Um, to help yep. with that one. Yep. So, Jeff, no, you cool Sauron going, or you want to argue for one of the other two? All right. All right. Who wants to jump in with okay. their argument? I, I I vote Brian. Okay. Yeah, I can I can make a case, no problem. I think uh, you're choosing best for first here. Um, so, first things first, and I touched on it a little bit in my description of them, um, Zeus and the rest of the gods, I guess you guys might need to try to argue that it's something uh, Mount Olympus featured, but he, like with the, in the Tr Trojan War story, he shows an ability to view the landscape um, and be aware of what's going on all around, like he's looking at a chessboard. And for me, I think geographically speaking, like if we're assuming these guys are human-sized, you know, like normal-sized for the most part, other than, I didn't know dark side's a little bit oversized, but you get my idea for scale. Um, just his ability to be aware of what's going on around is going to be a big factor here. Um, and beyond that, just from a physical capability standpoint, uh, Zeus is the master of the sky. He's the master of, you know, lightning and thunder. Uh, his weapons give him an ability to throw range. Uh, it has a magical component, which will uh, help against uh, Superman and Darkseid. I, I think that he packs enough of a punch to, to be on their level as far as like physical confrontation. Um, and I just see him being pretty tough from a physical altercation standpoint um, on top of just having that kind of like cognizance that gives a, you a natural advantage, um, especially over the scale of like fighting or across a city um, and the range there. Um, I see him, I, I can't really back it up too much because I don't think there were too many times in mythology that I'm aware of and I'm pretty aware of the mythology, you know, where he really utilized his, his power over the sky to his advantage, but I think it'd be fair to Picture him as like Goku on a Nimbus cloud, just like buzzing around, dropping lightning bolts on people. That's what I'm picturing. Um, and then you got Poseidon. I mean, Manhattan's a freaking island. And we're talking about, you know, the god of the seas, you know, who has power over the waves, who has power over the earth. I mean, you're, you're unless you're floating, and I don't see anyone here that really has any flying powers outside of Superman, um, you're at his mercy. I mean, he can co controls the ground under your feet. If you go water-based, he controls the water. I mean, that, that guy can hit the whole island with tidal waves. You know, Zeus just gets up in the air above a tidal wave, and you just got, you know, Poseidon just rocking it with some savage blows. Um, you know, both those guys have a magical basis for their, you know, their god abilities. I, I feel like it's two guys that are going to have enough of, uh, you know, on the defensive side, enough endurance to withstand um, some fights, kind of go toe-to-toe -to -toe with, with some of these stronger dudes, especially with Darkseid and... Uh, and um, and Superman, while still having enough uh, magical abilities to kind of go up against, um, you know, Gandalf and Saruman and counteract some of those things that Superman brings to the table, uh, being just you know one tough cookie. Sure, I don't know. Uh, I think that 
I think that those are all well argued points, but I don't I don't think uh, Jeff, you jump in. I'm I'm interested to see. Yeah, I mean, how you explain Darkseid in this Superman, battle? Because I, mean, I don't know if Brian understands who Darkseid is. Yeah, so so Darkseid is is so powerful in comparison to just about everyone else in the DC universe. I, I think that he's yeah, DC before, Thanos, before right? Thanos, he's DC Thanos. Is that fair to say? He he rules a planet of gods, um, and fights other planets of gods. That is his purpose. Zeus lives on a mountain and does nothing but fuck with mortals. He's, he's not, I don't even think he would be even concerned. And rape women. Yeah. You're a team of rapists. That, that is Brian, true. By the way, you're basically just a, a group of sex criminals running around Manhattan. All we have to do is distract you with the pretty blonde and you'll turn into a goose and we can chop yeah. your head can off. We, can we talk about Medusa for a second? Poseidon tried to rape an uh, oracle. She, defe- she refused and he decided that because she refused that she deserved to be tormented forever by being turned into a hideous snake I- woman that Turns everyone to stone. I move to effectively cancel Brian's team. Where's Where's the Me Too movement in this in this, in this argument? Are we arguing who's? Are we arguing which team is most likely to donate to charity, or are we talking about who's going to win a said, I think fight? That All right, what are we talking Superman about? Superman. We're not arguing decency. Superman would win. I don't think like he controls water and he controls the earth, and Superman can fly. Um, he doesn't have to worry about either of those two things. Poseidon isn't ever really described as being the best hand-to-hand combatant um and superman time and time again bests people left and right uh dark side uh is i think a formidable four for zeus i think he can hold him at bay until superman can join the fight i don't see poseidon versus zeus or poseidon versus superman being particularly a long fight um as far as canvassing goes superman can fly very very fast I think that he would also be able to canvas the area very quickly um, and be able to get the drop on Poseidon. I, I imagine that Poseidon summoning an earthquake or summoning a tsunami can take a good deal of time uh, and that Superman would be able to intervene before either of those things could really take effect. I think I think the question when you're debating those two teams is can, well, it's two parts. Can Zeus effectively target Superman with lightning bolts? Because that would be the answer there is, would he be able to hit him? And two, would those lightning bolts do enough damage to, to stop Superman? Like, realistically speaking, like, it's the, it's the game breaker with Superman every time, which is the dude is as basically as fast as the Flash with his flight. So can Zeus even hit him? I don't, I don't know. That's where I would kind of argue for the awareness piece of, like, you know, I, I think that, you know, Zeus being aware, there's a case to be made that, you know, he'd be able to kind of like be a lot more accurate with his throws, be a lot more so accurate with here's, his targeting. Here's the problem. Um, here's the problem. But I, I don't know the answer this, to that question. But I was prepared for either Superman or the Flash to get, or I was prepared for any of my three. If the Flash were to stay in, I was going to reference that the Flash has been canonically explained to be able to perceive time in attoseconds. And attosecond is to a second as a second is to like three billion years. So like the flash can perceive time so ridiculously fast. They, they have a laser that can. Jeff, that's fucking dumb. so dumb. So dumb. But <laughs> it's also canon. That's, that's dumb. That's um, ridiculous. I'm sorry. That's dumb. He would literally be an insane person. <laughs> if, if, they, 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 yeah, so, yeah, and this crazy. was the other half of what I was going to say was they have a laser that can shoot light in, in no seconds. It's, it's shortest burst has been 58 out of seconds. And the distance that the light moved in time was one, one thousandth 
the diameter of a strain of hair. So if you measured like if light if Zeus's lightning bolt is traveling okay. the speed of what light, what does that have to do with anything? If if Zeus's lightning bolt traveled the speed of light and Superman is anywhere near as fast as the Flash, the Superman going to move so fucking fast. Yeah, but hold on a second. Let me stop you there because it does it doesn't ever explain Superman to be that quick compared to the Flash. It shows Superman competing right. with the Flash on just a normal Flash understanding right. of just being super freaking fast. So I'm not talking about out of seconds. Flash is trashed. I don't want to hear his name again outside of just a comparison to Superman in a normal sense of the speed and not that out of crap. Uh, do you think Zeus would be able to hit I, I think Superman that with even bolts? if yes he no. were to be able to hit him, I don't think it would be the ending blow. It's not like Superman takes one hit and goes down. It's not like he's never felt pain before. He, Yeah, he's vulnerable to magic, meaning that if magic hits him, it doesn't just bounce off his skin like a bullet would doesn't mean that he just drops onto one knee and surrenders. He still has an iron will that he would never stop. If he believed that the Greek gods were actually going to cause harm to the humans, he would push through the pain and he would do his Superman uh, classic arc of being able to overcome. Classic plot armor, is that what you're about to say? Because <laughs> there's no plot armor here. There's nothing saving him from the the god of thunder i'm just picturing area abilities with lightning as well like even if superman is moving around super fast what's stopping zeus from just blasting the entire area with lightning storms you know that are powered by his abilities and and that helping him kind of like negate superman's ability to move around too fast like it personally i feel like he could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with him um to some extent and i also feel like he could weather a lot of his damage um, at least to the point where they get in close combat and then Zeus can start utilizing his power. Um, you know, let's, when uh, let's get Tyler in here. What do you think around? that your um, two wizards come into play? I think that Saruman... I, <laughs> this will be interesting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously, I, built, I picked this team not thinking that... He, I was good, When I asked this morning if we could use the Greek... Or the Pantheons, I was going to use the greek gods and then brian texts back i call greece and i'm like that's bullshit i was waiting to hear if we could do it and i was gonna use it so i got stuck with i was very close to doing norse but or or sure, but i didn't want to just do i didn't want it to become just mythology so i kind of just backed into this lord of the rings one and uh but i still think that there's an argument to be made i mean all the weapons that gandalf uses throughout the books are magic so superman comes at gandalf all gandalf has to do is cast like some sort of time slowing spell which he has and stab him and he's done or lop a couple limbs off and superman's will becomes negated i don't care how iron your will is but there's lop no legs and arms you, you're not doing much since when has Superman been vulnerable magic swords. swords? Glamdring? You think Glamdring can cut Superman? Superman's vulnerable to like magic. Actually... I think that he can. Yeah, why not? I, I would say that they can Jeff, Jeff, do, do damage. Think? I don't think that Gandalf, as an old man, is capable of chopping off an arm He's with not, a sword. Dude, you saw The Hobbit. You saw the Battle of the Five Armies. He's basically a ninja. Yeah, walk me through the uh, the time slowing thing. I've never heard. I don't. In, at least I don't recall Gandalf's time slowing. It's in the books. I don't remember. It's been so long. Did you write it in the appendix or? <laughs> it's in the appendices. He casts it so that he can read extra books. Um, no, it's it's not necessarily like a time spell 
the way that, um, you know, I don't know, someone else might have like some sort of time abilities, but he does have some sort of ability to alter time. Um, man, I gotta, gotta jump back into these books. I'm not, I'm underprepared. Let's just say that I lose and then you guys can just argue and I'll come, I'll come with the more heat in the next round. Bringing that fire around too. I'm I'm just trying to do a quick Google here to see if he's got. No, no, no. Let's for time's sake. Let's just say that you guys win this round and you guys just jump in. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm not seeing a ton here. I type. I typed in what are Gandalf's powers. And the top question suggestion is why is Gandalf <laughs> so weak? <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Let's just let's just move on. Whoa. So um. I guess mainly those guys, they just feel like they have too many limitations and like alternatively, I think the reason why I'm making arguments for my guys over Superman is you're going to have to be able to stand a punch from Superman or this is kind of pointless or dark side, same way. Like if you can't take a hit from them, it's over before it starts because so, they're going to get hits off. You know, they're too fast. They're too strong. I personally feel like my guys can go toe to toe um, in the physical altercation and they're, they're a warring pantheon of gods. Like they're, like they're built for that stuff, you know. Like I and and I think with their magical basis, I make a case that not only are they effective against Superman um, and Dark Side and, and are able to attack them their weaknesses, but at the same time they can go toe to toe with them physically. I, I do. Um, Jeff, simply do you have any counters before I we, uh, we try to get a comic book in which Dark Side and Zeus did fight in a Wonder Woman comic book, and Dark Side did win. Bull what is shit. It's Wonder Woman thirty seven. Uh, I, I'm gonna guess it's one of the newer. What editions. the fuck? Oh, I was like, that's so old. That's um, I don't even think Darkseid was around. Um, all right, Jeff, but you have to okay. Explain to me why Darkseid would beat Zeus. I, I just don't, think they're. I just think they're equivalent power. I don't think that. Uh, um, I don't think that Zeus would be able to hinder Darkseid enough. Think that in a hand-to-hand combat, Darkseid has the durability to withstand all of Dark uh, Zeus's magic, to which he is not susceptible. I mean, he's yeah, he takes magic, but he also can take magic. He's not as vulnerable as Superman. It's not his weakness. Um, and I think that in a toe-to-toe fight, Darkseid would win. I mean, I think that's the real the real conversation goes in is Darkseid versus Zeus. Um, I think in a two-to-two fight, I think that Superman goes down, I think that Poseidon goes down, and I think it becomes Darkseid versus Zeus is the question. And I'm going to say Darkseid wins, Brian's going to say Zeus wins, and it's up to Tyler to pick the winner, and I think that's what we got to say. I mean, I haven't heard you really talk about Darkseid's Omega Beams Yeah, Well, I mean, at all. whether or not Zeus is capable of being uh, affected by them is another conversation, because they're also magical. Um, but that doesn't necessarily win the fight. I mean, does teleporting to another dimension win the fight? But they don't only teleport to other dimensions. They're also just laser yeah, beams. Yeah, so right? I mean, they, like, they would hurt. But are, like, do you guys think that Darkseid's Omega Beams... Like, I feel like that's a cheat where it's like, oh, he lead Omega Beams him and Zeus is dead. Like, I, there's not enough empirical data to be able to say whether or not Zeus would be able to withstand them, whether or not they would weaken him. I, I'm Like, my picturing is whether or not in a hand-to-hand fight, I think that Darkseid has the durability coming from a war-torn planet, coming from thousands of years of fighting, and with Zeus coming from thousands of years of lethargy and rape, uh, <laughs> he uh, probably is not in the best shape. I mean, obviously he's a god, he's in permanent good shape, but 
Also, I mean, that's a. I do want to point out that the Greek gods are not immortal. They do kill each other. Kronos was killed. Zeus, Kronos ate his own kids. The the concept of them just being immortal, well, is is not necessarily a fair argument. They're extremely tough to kill, but they do die. They are immortal to anyone outside of other gods. So. Do you, does Superman? I know he's got God tier powers, but, but, what, but what constitutes? Is yeah, he a I would god? consider him a like, god. What even constitutes? Is that just a magical I mean, title you delivered, and then suddenly, you know, Jimmy Olsen is able to kill anyone because he's been called a god, or is it the fact that their power levels are beyond a certain point and are therefore elevated to god status? I would argue that Darkseid is a god and is capable of going toe to toe with Zeus. I would say that Darkseid and Zeus are at least on the same page like on the same level at the least i actually believe dark side to be more powerful and i think dark side would win this battle because i think that dark side literally lives for war and zeus has grown complacent in my eyes at least like he's not like constantly doing battle so we're arguing that he's what? just fat and I was, well, these guys are just timeless. It's not like they get fat by sitting there inactive. They're just gods. They're just frozen in time as these powerful beings. It's not like he just like forgets how to throw a lightning bolt right into freaking Darkseid's face. Sure, and I'm face. not saying like, that he's forgotten anything. I'm saying that Darkseid literally lives like his whole the whole point of his character is his pursuit of destroying the half of the universe with the anti-life equation, right? Like that's his whole point. His whole purpose is just going through and killing everyone. He just wants death, and I don't think that Zeus has that instinct. Also, I just don't think that I, to be honest, I just I, as someone who's read most of the Greek myths and read a lot of DC comics with Darkseid in them, I think that Darkseid wins this, hands down. Um, and to be fair, I think I'm fighting a losing battle here since Jeff just pointed out, and I'm looking at an article about it right now. Um, where they did go to toe to toe, and it looks like Zeus actually was beating him pretty handily at first, and Darkseid, I don't know, upgrades or something here to to pull the fight out. Um, mainly in that it looks like Darkseid has an ability to absorb energy, um, and he absorbs Zeus's, and it's just like this ace in the hole that he uses. And so, but that's the, that's this, the DC Comics interpretation of Zeus, uh, text not here. necessarily the classical Greek. So, I don't know. Again, there's there's an argument to be made. Personally, selfishly, I would argue that Darkseid wins. Um, I don't know if you guys just want to move on to the next one. Oh, it's definitely a battle. Right, for sure. Right? Like, it's definitely a battle. I don't think it's just, like Darkseid shot, shows up and swats him away like a fly or anything like that. It's definitely a fight, but I just, I think that Darkseid wins. All right. I, I can, I can uh, throw in the towel on this one. I, I think, you know, really, once we have one person eliminated and the last two are kind of going toe to toe, that kind of third person just becomes the tiebreaker. Um, so I'm, I'm having a hard time throwing out any more arguments if, if you think that uh, Darkseid and Superman have the advantage. Sure. Yeah. Um, you guys want to go on to round two? two? Uh, so Jeff, Jeff walks away with this one. Yay. Yeah, I would say I'd say uh, Jeff wins this one, and Tyler, I'd say it's fair uh, that you get first first pickums on round no, two. No, no, no. I'd rather you guys go first. I have to think about it now because I got I was out so early in the last one. I want to make sure I come with the real team. I do. All right, Jeff, you got uh, your I'm going to go heat. with Marvel Universe, specifically the X-Men. Uh, Jean Grey, Hope Summers, and Magneto. Hope Summers. Hope Summers is basically Jean Grey. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's not fair. That's totally fair. They're separate characters. <laughs> Jean Grey is so, dead. Hope Summers is her 
reincarnation, the savior clone? of the X-Men. Yeah, it's her clone. Yes. So you just they're both literally choosing Jean Grey and Jean Grey's clone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I choose Magneto, uh, Professor I... X, and Onslaught. Um, Magneto's already been picked. Um, my joke is that Magneto, Professor X, and then Onslaught is Magneto and Professor X in one body. It's the same. It's the two characters combined. Yeah, I'm going Professor X. Professor X operating Cerebro <laughs> and Pro- Professor you know, there's X. There's actually uh, a Dream Ray clone action. that has the same powers. I almost threw her in there. <laughs> I, I got to be honest, man. I, I feel like laying down an executive decision to not yeah, let you have two you can't phoenixes. Also, That's choose Hope like, Summers. It's the same character, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, spread it out a little bit. You choose let's, of let's all the X Men, Jean Grey twice. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, no, we I'll you're being very third. transparent you as to who we should get. No, here's the thing: you're being so transparent right. into who we should get rid of <laughs> by choosing the same character twice. Fine, I will pick a third. Apparently, you really want Jean Grey. I will pick on the a third. <laughs> you guys can go. Hope Summer, Hope Summers is out. You can wait to pick your third, though. Um, I'm gonna go Harry Potter. I'm gonna go with the true supremely powerful beings: uh, Dumbledore, Voldemort. And uh, number three, I'm locking in Grindelwald. Uh, oh, Jeff, did you want to give... Oh, I guess we'll come back to you because you got to pick one more. I'll give a quick description of my guys. Uh, Dumbledore is, in my opinion, like all-powerful from a magical perspective. Um, you know, really, his demise came from him being... He just allowed himself to die... Um, because he knew that at the end of the day, Voldemort um, can only be taken down by Harry just due to like kind of the technicalities, like almost like a magical clause and whatever the hell is going on in their connection. But from a magical combat standpoint, untouchable. I mean, we've, we've saw several examples of his ability to take uh, or to, you know, go to toe toe with the more powerful beings. Uh, the other two guys on my team are two guys that he clashed with when they were supposed to be uh, untouchable from a magical perspective and in my opinion he was two for two um, I, I don't see a whole lot of weakness from him outside of his heart um, so from a physical combat perspective when he doesn't give a shit about you I think it's pretty much uh, you know toast for you uh, Voldemort very similarly is kind of like the 1B in magical ability there um, you know his only real weakness I think was kind of like his hubris his kind of his exalted sense of self that let him kind of uh, overlook minute details but in a just a absolutely earth-shattering battle in manhattan i don't see that getting in his way too much um and uh i think that grindelwald is just right there with voldemort and just kind of like an older iteration of the same character where it really just took the most powerful being on the planet to take him out um beating him at his own game and you know from a magical perspective you know these guys are able to defend these guys are able to attack these guys are able to conjure out of thin air change shapes um i i just see them being a pretty hard team to beat tyler you're up all right um i'm gonna pull from the dc universe on this one and uh i'm gonna throw um i'm gonna go a little different i'm gonna do brainiac uh who is a superman villain who um, in some canons, he's uh, an alien hive mind type thing, but I think for the most part, he's widely considered to be a sentient android who has who's obsessed with collecting all the knowledge of the universe, 
um, who can build different bodies for himself where he's massive and he has you know a myriad of powers um but for the most part he's just really intelligent and he can he's strong enough to go toe-to-toe with superman and the other two uh i'm gonna go with uh i think some left wing picks not some left wings what is it left field picks that's what i'm talking about um i'm gonna do lex Luthor and batman who essentially have the same power set in that they're the smartest and richest men on the planet who are obsessed with punching other people in the face and only ever want to fight gods so um yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I need to explain who Batman is, and then Lex Luthor is just the evil Batman, so imagine that. Jeff, who do you got for your third one? Um, Just to keep it simple, I mean, there's a lot of X-Men that I'm a big fan of, but uh, just to keep it simple, I'll just say Professor Xavier. I <laughs> you fucker. I can't believe you wouldn't choose... The X-Men literally have a walking Terminator, and I know that you hate the character, but like... I can't believe that you wouldn't just use Wolverine. Like, he literally can't be killed. <laughs> I don't understand why you just hate him so much that you're like, nope, he's, won't he's use not him. That good of a Even guy. though he's like, my. Okay, you're dumb. All right. Uh, who wants to go first on this one? I guess I can go first. Or, wait, we got we to gotta take one away, right? All right yeah, Brian. we all got to eliminate uh, somebody. So, Tyler, do you and I want to. <sighs> the, the problem is, I think Professor X and Jean Grey. Oh, sorry, I was muted there. Um, the problem I'm having with Jeff's team is I think Jean Grey and Professor X both yes. have the mind yeah, powers. Jean Grey right? also has. Although I will say, I although I will say, um, you know, the Harry Potter universe has a clemency, so my guys are not only aware that you're in their mind, but they're able to battle mm-hmm. you within their mind. Um, so I think I think would be okay there, um, for the most part. I mean, to be honest with you, Dumbledore and Voldemort, uh, off the top of my head. Uh, they don't get into it too much with Grindelwald, but I think it's pretty safe to assume that he had abilities in this too. Once he's at that level, you just got to be able to fight the mind battles. I think that they would be able to hold their own um, and kind of like stave off that kind of game ending ability. Um, I would also argue that Magneto would have a tough time because he has to lean on metal. And obviously we're in Manhattan, which is a city of metal, but um, I just don't see... I just see that being a clash of them being able to control the same stuff. He's throwing stuff at him. They'd be able to, you know, use their wands to control it as well. Like it's just because he has, you know, ultimate control over metal doesn't mean that they wouldn't be able to divert that stuff or block that stuff. I just don't see Magneto having anything that they can't fight against. Um, I'm going to go with getting rid of Jean Grey just because she's got the extra powers. Um, she's kind of the more God tier one of the three. And I'm going to, uh, vote that we keep stick him with uh you know uh metal gandalf and uh and and uh professor uh-huh. x yeah i'm i'm in between taking away magneto and gene gray those are the two that i would because like you said we're we're taking away one of them i said i'm I in voted, between those gray. two is what i'm saying um oh i see i'm leaning okay. towards gene gray but magneto there is a really strong play for getting rid of magneto in that his power over metal is detrimental to my characters. <laughs> I guess. I mean, but Lex Luthor and and Batman basically are nothing in this battle without power. Their power suits, which are typically made of some sort of metal, so um, I'll have to figure that out. But uh, I think Jean Grey is the one. I mean, she's the one in all the X Men comics that always. 
that everybody's always like, oh, she's the most powerful. You know, she always gets there. So, um, yeah, let's just take Jean Grey. Uh, Jeff, who do you want to take from Brian? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I think Dumbledore is, is considered the strongest. I mean, the, all these three mm-hmm. characters have the same exact fucking moveset, so it's not like there's a real difference between yeah, them. Yeah, that's the, um, that's the although, thing. Although, there is an argument to be made that Dumbledore is the one person that wouldn't be trying to kill anyone. Um the only time he ever resorts to like extreme violence is when someone's being like super evil. Like I think you can't. Uh, that's not how the, like this game works. We have to uh, assume that they're all ready to. Yeah, they're all they bloodlusted. Well, if that's the case, then uh, then yeah, definitely Dumbledore. All right. Yeah, I agree. All right. Who are you taking for me? Uh, Jeff, help me out here. I I personally I, I'm thinking we get rid yeah, of Brainiac. I, mean, I think that's what Tyler's expecting. Two. Um, geniuses I think you know Batman you want to talk about plot armor he's he's the king of plot armor um, and no he's not he's just the best character he's just the guy that's got 15 different doctorates in a five year span and I don't think that that's that's not what true. I don't even know if he has any degrees in canon <laughs> it's 14 um, I don't even think he has any college degrees in canon so yeah, I, I think that Batman and Lex Luthor are are, are awesome team up, but uh, I, I think that Brainiac himself, he's a timeless. I mean, depending on what uh, iteration you're going with, he's a timeless, cold, calculated, unstoppable uh, alien sentient AI that goes around and miniaturizes entire cityscapes, and uh, the guy's basically Ultron on a universal scale. Um, on a galactic scale yeah. so definitely Brainiac is, is such a higher power class outside of Lex Luthor and Batman that it doesn't make sense to eliminate either of the other two if Brainiac's still standing yeah yeah so we'll stick him with Luthor and Batman then um, cool then why don't we just stick with the same format and I will just go ahead and make my case uh, like my guys can teleport so like their their ability to travel, their ability to move around, their ability to get behind you, uh, above you, is second to none um, in this you know thing. I don't know how much you can plan for that you know, if you're Batman or Lex Luthor. I know the big case there is that you know the, oh their their forethought and their planning is what sets them apart. But in this case, I don't know how you combat a dude that can teleport around, conjure shit out of thin air, if they have turn themselves into anything. So are we going to say that he sneaks in the middle of the night and goes and pickpockets their no, fucking wands out of their bedrooms? Like, what, what do we got? them from Our their dinner. wands. And that sounds really easy. In I mean, your, if you have laser uh, beams, I don't see how you, you can that. just laser beam shit. They're not fucking in... Protego! But Expelliarmus works on Sorry. people all the fucking time in these books and movies. So if that can work, then... Not these guys... We're talking about Neville Longbottom. We're not talking how did, Like How did Dumbledore those guys get don't... the Elder Wand again? He oh. defeated Grindelwald 101. So these guys but do But we're talking lose. about the most powerful being these in that universe. Lose. Wait, did we decide who we're taking from him? Dumbledore, right? Okay. Yeah, so we took, took you chose We chose the two characters that have definitively lost in this universe. <laughs> yeah, so sure. one person. No, Voldemort loses to a lot of people. Different people. Voldemort yeah. lost to a baby. 
Yeah, well, that's hold fucking on, hold on a second. Hold yeah, on. You, you're choosing the no, snake man who lost not to an in open combat. <laughs> right. Hold on. I know the how to beat Voldemort. Just leave him the fuck alone, yeah. dude. He's gonna beat himself in a matter of hours. Yeah. Just Ew. Send him after babies. No. No. Hold on a second. Voldemort has not been beaten in an open confrontation, like outside of when he was severely weakened. In an open battle, like, I'm sorry, man. Like, there's just no way that you can make a case that that guy's, like, inept or incapable of going toe-to-toe with these dudes. Like, he has demonstrated time and again, ultra-powerful moveset, knowledge of the magical universe beyond what most people can I don't, touch. I gotta jump uh, in. I got, I'm sorry, know, I gotta interrupt you on that one. We have only ever seen these wizards fight other wizards we have not seen them block bullets or any real world weapons like akio gun protect yourself now bitch like i i just i don't like i don't see them being like a real like magneto will just just i don't i don't see how they could possibly beat like batman or lex luther or Mag- like i just i don't see how these wizards I think they're very powerful in that so regard, picture, but I think once you throw in people who are at least equally powerful in their own right, in their own way, like I just I think it's much more level than you're making it seem. So picture their classes where they teach magic at the different levels. You got things like charms where you have abilities to stop stuff in thin air, lift stuff up, move stuff around, like control objects, you know, um, you got transfiguration where you're able to not only transfigure yourself, but what's stopping Dumbledore or sorry, Voldemort or uh, Grindelwald from turning Batman into a freaking shoe. Like we, we watched Matt I Moody transfigure Draco Malfoy into a freaking ferret. Like what is stopping them from hitting him with that blast? What preparation can he do to stop them when they shoot a bullet at him to turning that in thin air into a rubber duck? Like what is stopping? I think what's stopping know, like, them is that a that bullet is match- really fast, and they're still just five thousand feet per second. So that's what I was about to address. So they can block ultra powerful spells with a protective shield of magic, but it wouldn't stop a bullet. It wouldn't Maybe stop it a would metal stop object. A bullet. Like, that seems kind of odd. But to me. like they're gonna have that protective shield. They can only. It's not like they sit in this protective bubble and then they right. shoot lasers out of the right. protective I think bubble. What trying Once to the say bubble is up, that's their only is, move. So are they just on the defensive the whole time while Lex Luthor's floating above them, just barreling down on them with a laser? From, from fucking satellite? I think what Tyler's trying to say is they're not Magneto. Yeah, from a satellite. I, I, so I don't, Magneto yeah, I don't, has a shield going. I'm just picturing them teleporting behind so. him and turning Magneto his... Magneto has the ability to create a magnetic force field around himself that blocks all projectiles including Cyclops' laser beam, which isn't even metal. So good luck penetrating that barrier, which he keeps up at all times while he's also manipulating metal. I just I just feel like their transfiguration ability is being completely underestimated sure. here. Like, boom, they teleport out of the line of fire and transfigure your gun into a, a Cracker Jack box. Like, like you're, you're literally just rendered inept because not only can they transfigure can the things that you're something? using as weapons... But they can trans- but they can transfigure they can you as well. They can only use one spell at a time. Their spell can't dual cast a protective spell and an attack spell. So while they're casting transfiguration, they have to focus That's on also transfiguration. Not true, so, boom. How is that not true? Because Dumbledore and Voldemort fight in the in the um, Department of Mysteries and like are, like when they come back up into the lobby, 
and they're casting multiple spells at a time. Like one of them's got a protective shield going while he's throwing a freaking fire lasso at the other guy. Like they're doing a bunch of multiple magic. These guys are next level shit. Yeah, their their battle is like literally just a constant barrage of magical attacks and defending. Yeah, but I think it's like it's like, like a attack and then a parry. Like it's not it's like a duel. I have my shield and then I'm also throwing a laser whip. Like no, that's not true. It's like Dumbledore throws uh, fire and fucking Voldemort eats it or some shit. You know what I mean? Like he takes it in and uses his own. I mean. Also, real quick, shout out to that scene yeah, in the fifth movie. I, maybe that is one of the. That's probably the best scene in the whole Harry Potter movie series. Yeah, it's so. Oh, they're good. fighting each other. It looks incredible. It's it's even better I, in the book. It's I like that in the book. book. That's really probably cool. my second favorite of the Harry Potter books. But I, I definitely, I definitely say there's a case for that. But to be even to to address that though, I mean, even if it is more reactionary, you fire bullets at me and I turn it into a freaking you know, angry hornets that turn around and start attacking you. Like, how is that not the same level of defense as doing two spells at the same time? Like, it's just all about them responding to the threat and turning it into a, a threat. threat. Yeah. I, I view the, like, the way that they, the wizarding duels, like the way that they describe them to be much more like fencing, you know, it's like, it's a Ted a Ted. It's like a, it's absolutely. like a movement forward and then it's a movement back to defend it. Then it's a, your move. It's your return. You know, it's a, it's a dance almost, right? Like it's not, it's not something where yeah, it's it definitely is i wouldn't i wouldn't consider I would it tactical that. in any way and i don't think that i think that that's where it becomes difficult to argue for them in the in a winner here because i think that when you're fighting against batman and lex luther um who are literally planning playing you know a game of chess in their battlefield right they're not dancing it's it's a literal onslaught like they're moving on you right yeah i, I guess on top like because that this conversation has spread it up from me trying to argue their ability to defend, but I'm arguing for that ability to defend or turn your actions against you on top of their ability to teleport, which or apparate, which is uh, pretty hard in my opinion to guard or like fend off against them getting behind you or away from you or closer to you. And the transfiguration, I feel like again, You're- is being underestimated here where like how, did, how does Batman prevent transfiguration from that. turning him you into a... You don't just transfigure I mean, someone and walk away. You're focused on keeping them transfigured. I also think that, like... No, you're not. They're transfigured. Also They're just that object. watching from the movies and the books of Harry Potter, like, we've never seen them use transfiguration in, like, an attack like or in a fight. Like, no one's transfiguring anything in those books. Like, they... Kind of hard, kind of hard to like ascertain, like in Dumbledore and Voldemort's fight, for example, exactly what method of magic they're using in those things. I would argue that transfiguration comes into play where they're like, like basically, you know, Voldemort is throwing uh, a fire snake at, you know, like a whip motion at Dumbledore, and Dumbledore transfigures into something else. I'm not really sure if that's, you know, dark magic. Sure. He's I mean, using at one point, doesn't he turn everything in, like into sand, know. and then? Exactly. They they manage like, and that's their control over the elements. Like, I would argue that's just another level of it. it I, personally, it's super overpowered in my opinion, and I really feel like their mobility with with, um, you know, being able to operate on top of their ability to control their environment with their magic. I, I just don't see how you can plan for that. Let me, Although let me, Batman again, finds though, a way we're, we're looking. Armor. We have to look at it like from the from the only examples that we have, the books and the movies. Like, it's always a one on one duel. Right, like it's a one-on-one duel of wizards, you know, 
basically fencing, right? Like that's what it looks like. They're even doing the fencing stances with their like little ones, right? So how are you arguing for them in their ability to defend against my guys coming at them from one side and Magneto and Professor X rolling in on the other side? You know what I mean? Like how are they defending against that? And like, I mean, so, I yeah. So, I mean, on top of all the other stuff that I've said, like their constant ability to get out of the way, but get the out operation, of, like, I think you're really leaning in on uh, the operation. They, like we don't see them do ap- operating absolutely. that much in the battles. I mean, I guess in the battle of Hogwarts, we see them like flying about <laughs> and I guess that's operating. I guess that's how they're visually showing I mean, us. You see, it, you see it in but, battle of the ministries by the door of death where people are teleporting, launching a spell and then teleporting again. Yeah, they're ripping around. Yes. Yes, they are. They're ripping around. The other thing is, is you also see them fighting multiple enemies at a time. Just the best one. Um, Like, even in that battle, we're not even talking about Voldemort or Grindelwald here, who are just next level overpowered. I'm talking like Bellatrix Lestrange is fighting like three of the Order of Phoenix at the same time. And her shields are, or like her abilities are area effect shields for defense and area effect attacks, where all of a sudden they're all defending themselves and. Like you also see it at the end of the Battle of Hogwarts where Bellatrix is fighting, you know, multiple people at a time. Voldemort is battling Kingsley, uh, help me out here, Kingsley, McGonagall, and another total yeah, beast Flitwick. at the same time. And he's overpowering them. <laughs> and Flitwick, Wait, am and I just, right? And, it and is he right, freaking huh? blasts was, all of them. I was joking. I think but so. Is, yeah, I he, think he fights like... He fights like three like ultra powerful dudes at the same time and pretty handily whoops their ass line. right before. So here's here's my argument why I think my team is separate from your two teams. Yes. Voldemort yeah, I want to hear Jeff. and Grindelwald. I don't think they would work together. I think that they would be like well, Jeff. You gotta ignore. Fuck that. that they would be like peace out. Oh, Batman and Lex Luthor would can't. be like get the fuck out of my way. Um, Professor X and, and Magneto. Professor X would it engage in this battle. Professor X and so, Magneto are the only people that are actually experienced in working as a team and have put aside their differences to deal with threats like this before. And they work as a perfect team with Magneto, with Professor X being able to perfectly interpret every single person's thoughts before they're able to act on them. And Magneto would be able to defend and attack. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm saying that my big bad bald dude is lasering your bald dude's head off first. Magneto would be able to that did- protect. Professor X would be like, oh, don't step there. There's a mine. Oh, yeah, there's a laser coming up from space. Oh, yeah, by the way. And I, think that, you, like- I think that Professor X can only do that if he can hear people's minds. He's not omnipotent. He can read those people's thoughts. He can select which thoughts to read. Yeah, but only if only assuming that they don't have some sort of mind control protection. Yeah, where right? do, like, where I, does I would assume, Lex Luthor ever have mind control protection? I'm sure that there is a point in DC canon that both Batman and Lex Luthor have installed some sort of mind control protection in their apparatus. Yeah, and I think if you're even going to entertain those guys in this conversation, I think if you're going to entertain those guys in this conversation, you have to assume that they get to prep in some way my argument for for my guys was just that regardless of how much prep you have they have powers that are going to be like you're going to have to explain to me how they prep for things like their ability to teleport and transfigure stuff because like at the end of the day all batman and lex Luthor are fighting with are weapons and stuff that they turn into rubber duckies and you're sitting there holding the bag like you're in trouble you know like i just don't know how do you prep for that other than tyler's point initially of removing them from their wands which 
Yeah, I mean, I guess you could just do all the hypotheticals you want to make your guy win, but I think realistically... All of this is a hypothetical. Every single part of this conversation is hypothetical, so that's dumb for you to, like, right, but, reduce but, my argument to a hypothetical. Cool, so, like, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, Voldemort goes to the bank and steals all of Batman's money so that he can't utilize any of his money in this fight. Like, that's it's dumb. Look, hold on. That's not how the does, same how thing. How does the magic in the Harry Potter universe... Like, we see spells miss... Like, let's say you were going to try and transfigure someone, you launched a spell and you missed. It doesn't, like, hit a brick wall and turn the brick wall into a cat like it was intended. So, like, obviously this is getting too deep into it, but at what yeah. point does a spell become effective? Like, if, if Lex Luthor's wearing armor, does the spell somehow interpret that the armor has a person underneath it and transforms the whole thing into a cat? Or would that just bounce off his armor harmlessly? Well, I also know that... Batman has a suit of armor that is guarded against magic from when he fought with the Justice League Dark. And I know that Lex Luthor has one because he's had to take on Shazam before. So how does he address so, them being able to control elements around him? Like, Well, that becomes a better fight. Sure. There goes your transfiguration ar argument if they have... Uh, if so they he have has magic that can stop them from transfiguring him. Cool. So he doesn't immediately get turned into a freaking turd, but at the same time, like... <laughs> I just, I just don't see when they turn the ground below them into quicksand or like things like that, where they just start controlling the environment around them with their abilities, which they've demonstrated the ability to do. I mean, you're talking about two mortals who fight gods for a living, right? Like that's literally what they do. You think that they can't figure out how to stop or defeat all powerful magical incredible. beings. Like the other you thing think is like, that Batman can't take up Johnny Depp with the blonde jo dye job. Come on, dude. Of course you can. Um, I guess I guess more than anything, um, like my biggest argument for these guys before I really let you guys kind of go further with yours, their power source, yes, their wand is the facilitator. They're like the conduit or whatever, but they have an unlimited source of power. It's not like you use magic like Aragon and suddenly you're more tired and it's using your your waking energy and you're, you got a finite amount. Like these guys can stand there all day ripping spells off from range and keep you at bay and all the other stuff that I've named. So like, it's not like you can wait them out or play some long game with them because they're just, they're just ready to cook all day long. So, um, you know, keep that in mind, but I, I don't know. Like I, the other thing is, is like, I just feel like Perfexor X's mind powers is, is, is negated by the two because you know, they have acclimacy abilities to, to battle that. And I've already touched on that. Yeah. But the acclimacy also yeah, takes I also think energy. Like they have to sit there and fight. It's not like they're sitting there walking around and casting spells while they're doing that. It's either they're fighting so, yeah. or they're dealing so they with do, a though. fucking psychic battle with the most I... experienced psychic in existence. Yeah, but you're picturing them doing a clumency like like they're sitting there staring at each other but not ripping off spells as well. I think they do physical fighting while they're trying to break into each other's minds. I don't know, man. When I like the way I remember the clumency, it's like a it's like a arduous process like it's them sitting in a room alone screaming that's harry struggling with it he's not a master he's a, a novice at it and that's where yeah, we but get you most think that grindelwald and voldemort can take on professor x while also being being in a battle with magneto do, do they both have to take him on at the same time or does he have to only go I for guess, one of them at a time what's his ability sure to... but then the other guy is fighting either lex Luthor or batman right yeah, I I think their area effect abilities. I don't know, man. I, it's that's where we're kind of getting tripped up. But I, I would argue that their area effect abilities allow one of them to hold off the other two or overpower the other two while someone's dealing with Professor X's mind power. 
Like, and where's Magneto? The, I want to talk about my guys versus Jeff's guys sure. real quick. Because the com the the issue that I'm running running into with this is Magneto's metal powers, and then obviously Batman and Lex Luthor are probably going to have to be in their battle suits for this to be you know a fair fight. So I'm thinking they have to be out of range, which Magneto's ranged attacks are literally limited to what he can throw and how far he can throw it, right? But if you are in, you know, you have your like you have your shield, which I'm sure is going to be your ace in the hole with that character, in that he can create his his magnetic shield that defends him from things. But what if? I mean, I guess it, it that that that's not something that can just go forever, right? Like we see, he has to struggle to keep it up when things when it's like a constant barrage. It's not just like he just thinks it, wills it into existence, and then it's just there. In yeah. Perpetuity. So the shield is there. Like he has to like see. focus. If Professor X is there, but and he has saying, to focus on incoming it. laser, and instead of putting up a shield, he would grab a fucking skyscraper and put it in the way. <laughs> Like, he would put a piece of metal in between him and the shield, which then he would be able to forcefully resist. Yeah, but I'm thinking, like, you get a sky beam from Lex Luthor, or, like, I'd be interested to see... I mean, I'm sure Batman and Lex Luthor would have something that would be, again, like, good for metal-controlling enemies, because there's... They just he, they have I mean, to. you get one you know shot I mean? with the but, sky beam, which if Magneto is somehow aware of it, then he blocks the sky beam, grabs the satellite, and has a pro- massive projectile to pull onto the city of Manhattan. He has to pull the satellite from space, Jeff. I'm sorry, I don't think he's that powerful. He's that powerful. <laughs> I've never seen him be that powerful in any comic. Yes, yeah, so and then and then when he's getting desperate, he'll just rip out the metal core of the Earth and use that as a bludgeoning tool. Yeah, exactly. Like, give me a break. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. That's like uh, in the Force Unleashed at the end, where whatever that character, Star Killer, pulls the the. Uh, Star Destroyer out of space and crashes it. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't think the force is that strong, guys. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> and honestly, we see Magneto struggle with bigger objects. Yeah. At, seen, at I mean, range. Like, we see him with, like, with that satellite dish where he's, like, trying to turn it in the movies and he's just, like, it's straight up taking everything he can. Or, like, yeah. We but also then you see him also lift those see objects. him lift up not... a baseball stadium and the Yeah, I was going to say the next bridge, movie, he literally. He's getting more powerful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I, I like personally. I still see Dumbledore. Or sorry, I keep saying Dumbledore, Voldemort, or Grindelwald turning that stadium into a rubber duck. <laughs> You're kidding. really leaning on the transfiguration, dude. I don't think it's just, that big of a deal. <laughs> I just, I just feel like that's a very powerful. And who's to say that Magneto can't Magical use metal and rubber duck? Boy? <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah. That's true. I always thought Magneto's uh, scariest ability was just being able to have like little ball bearings that he just shoots into your brain and like well, I mean, kills you that that's way. If he doesn't, like, that's, yeah, so, that's if he doesn't pull the iron under your blood. He just goes in and out. Yeah, his most exactly like there's parts of him that are really interesting, but but again, they just turn everything he, he has into rubber ducks and bubbles and <laughs> kind of negate his ability. I, I don't know, man. That's a tough one there. Uh, Tyler, talk to me more about um, Batman and Lex Luthor and how they're staying viable in this fight or is it turning into Jeff and I for the win again? 
I, I, no, I don't think that you're in this fight, <laughs> <laughs> Brian. I genuinely don't think that your characters can keep up with this. How, how are We're Batman and Lex Luthor in it? They just pay for a vehicle that can handle transfiguration like you're you're leading into like them having to buy shit on the on the spot that's not how they operate they already own everything they're already ready for everything at any given time so your argument is right? just that they'd be ready like i'm not hearing where they beat a guy that can teleport around and transfigure their shit into ferrets <laughs> okay i just i don't see your people I don't see the wizards of the Harry Potter universe as actually viable in a in a fight against comic book characters. Even though my guys are just men, they're men that literally like can fight Superman. Do you think your guys can fight Superman? Uh, yeah, they're pure magic, and it's one of his weaknesses. I That's think they would. I, I, they're but without the magic, take magic away his users. weaknesses. Magic. They are pure magic users. And <laughs> take away gonna, the magic part, though. <laughs> I, I think Voldemort would pin him to the spot and just start raining. Oh wait a minute! My guys have an unblockable killing curse. What am I doing right now? My guys have the ability to literally hit you with a, a curse that just drops you on the spot without like any sign or symptoms. You it's just die. unblockable. Yeah, it's an, it's the unblockable curse. It's the name of the curse. But how did Harry win? <laughs> Harry deflected it as the, a baby. The power of love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Well, it just no. so happens that the Professor Xavier curse. and Magneto love each other very much. And hold on. <laughs> and my guys have the Imperius Curse, which they just hit you with, and then they have control over your body. So oh, control over guys... people's body? That sounds familiar. Hello, Professor X, you piece of shit. <laughs> no, I have a clemency to negate That's that. Dumb. I'm battling you in this. You can't not... use all of your powers at once, Brian. Your guys are limited to one at a time. Cool. And I, I block think his mind the... powers, and then I hit him with a vodka cadaver right there in his wheelchair. I don't care. I'm sorry, dude. You go to attack Lex Luthor. Batman blocks, and Lex Luthor lasers both your dudes in half. Blocks what? I'm not glossing over that. Blocks what? The vodka cadaver? Anything. What are they going to hit him with? A flame snake? I'm pretty sure Batman's battle suit can take that. I can't believe I didn't go with the, the unforgivable curses earlier. Those are super OP. They cause problems for other wizards, so I don't see how a billionaire playboy can handle that kind of a power. There's no blocking of Kedavra unless you know your mom decides to go sacrificial lamb for you. Somehow that works, but well, here's the thing, Martha Wayne. We know that she'll jump in front of no, a bullet. No, she's for her gone. Son. <laughs> she's gone. She doesn't get incorporated. She's already dead, or he wouldn't be Batman. So he's he doesn't have the mom yeah, power. Yeah, but technically so that love magic hasn't been like? expended yet. It's still what's, just what's, sitting there as an armor. What is? The, what the is? love from Martha Wayne is still encasing <laughs> until he gets hit with an emphatic <laughs> We're arguing that Martha Wayne's love is a shield? <laughs> That's the concept, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Okay. I actually can't really argue against that. I don't see why he wouldn't have the power. I don't see yeah. why he wouldn't have the shield because Martha Wayne did sacrifice herself for him. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't think and I could beat Thomas. That. What's uh what's Lex Luthor's mom like? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but his dad was kind of a piece yeah. of shit if I remember right. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm I might be out of arguments there if uh if if we're arguing that Batman has the the Harry Potter love shield cuz that that definitely was uh uh, uh Harry Voldemort's Potter love big... shield new band name I call it. Harry Potter love shield. Yeah, that's uh, that was the big kryptonite for Voldemort, and I just realized Batman must have it. So yeah, that's the plot armor that Batman carries with him. In yeah, every that's exactly. Yeah, I'm now, that now I'm playing out the simulation, and I'm picturing Voldemort just like 
teleporting behind Batman and being like, ha ha, Avada Kedavra. And then it bouncing back and him being like, not again. <laughs> so that, that's unfortunate. And I think, I think I'm going to bow out here yeah. towards the end. That's fine. I just, I, I'm struggling with defeating Magneto and Professor X, mostly just because I've never seen Batman or Lex Luthor go up against characters like that. Yeah. Their psychics you are know, rare like, in the DC universe. Yeah, I don't really ever see psychics. I'm trying to even think of a single character that does that kind of stuff. Martian Manhunter. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't do it on the same level. He like does it to communicate and to like, you know. It's just I don't, I'm trying to think of. Um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, just I don't I don't really and there's not really anybody else like Magneto is just so. If you look at if you look at Professor well X's ability to, be... to possess so many people and get them to do as well. He would have a mob. If if Professor X was protected somehow. Okay, but if he's focusing on that, then we have then he's vulnerable, right? It's like true. If he was protected somehow, if if Magneto puts him in a shield, Professor X just turns around and and summons a mob to harass Batman and Lex Luthor, or he just turns around and that that's if they have their psychic shielding up. If they have their psychic shielding down, it's a much quicker fight. Um. I mean, all right, so here's the thing. Like, Superman has said of Batman, I'm just, like, he's the most dangerous person in the galaxy, right? I'm just happy he's on our side. And Martian Manhunter has said the same thing of, of Batman. Like, if Batman turns evil, then everybody's dead. So if you put me, you put it, me in a position where Batman is now trying to kill you, I don't see... And obviously that's writing and it's fan service because all of Batman fans like myself all want to hear that, right? We all love it. Right. We all love when they put that in a comic book. It's like, you're goddamn right he is. You're goddamn right he would tear everybody apart. But I just, as the character exists, he is, it is very rare that you take him down or that he, even in parts where he's surprised and has to think on his feet he is able to overcome it so it's yeah go ahead what well what were you gonna say i was gonna say i, I as the the unbiased third party to try to give a ruling on these i i would argue that the question really comes down to whether or not professor x's mind powers <clears throat> um play a role because if not he's just a dude in a wheelchair um, <laughs> a bald dude in a wheelchair. But I like. I think it can be argued that um, you know if you're going to incorporate Batman's prep time um, and Lex Luthor's capabilities and, and genius, they're going to find a way to do the same thing that you know they do to imprison Magneto, which is try to take metal out of the equation at least when it comes to their own bodies. It wouldn't be like a Wolverine thing where he's got no choice but to fight with what he's got. They would just go with rubber suits, you know, avoid metal. Obviously, we're in a metal city in Manhattan. But, you know, I would say they would be able to combat it in some way, if not completely negate it. Um, obviously, you can't do that. But if Professor X has his mind powers, they're both done. Although I would argue that in the simplest form of things, they would see it. Professor X is the big threat. They would see that Magneto has found a way to combat his mind powers, and they would completely remove that from the equation. That's the part that I'm thinking as well, is, is if Magneto can come up with a metal helmet that can block out Professor X. Batman, Batman can do that. Batman sure. already has a what, it. A yeah. what helmet? Batman has it. A what helmet? A, a, a metal, metal helmet, helmet that... Interesting. 
But isn't so that what Magneto's wearing? I'm just saying, yeah, if he has some sort of yeah, I get yeah, it. Batman's got a big tattoo. Thank you. It's a great. I know, but my point is, if if Magneto has a helmet that can block out Professor X's ability, then Batman already has I agree. that. Has that and power, that means right? Magneto like now has, has a cage with which to crush Batman's skull. <laughs> that's that's the loop right there. Yeah, I mean that's the problem. Is I I find the problem being how does Batman how do I how do I take out Magneto with these characters and I just don't have any context for a like I just I think that Magneto is just so associated with the manipulator of metal that like I don't even know if DC has someone who my my point that. is that if you, you know prepare I mean? for one of them you're vulnerable to the other and I think and they work so well as a team sure I mean they take out Magneto in the comics all the time true <laughs> like they beat him all, like they've been beating him for I don't even know 80 years or something now like he's like it's it's not like they haven't had to fight him before so I just I don't I don't know man I think that I'm willing to give it to you because I can't think of a way I mean as a Batman fan my answer is Batman always finds a way and so I win but like obviously that's a cop-out so I'll give it to you on this one just because I can't think of a way to prevent to for Batman and Lex Luthor to both be viable in the fight, but then also take out Magneto. Yeah, I would, or like combat his metal ability. I think I would argue that, um, like, it would have been stronger to pair Batman with somebody with some abilities that they could like be more on the attack instead of like. The, I feel like everything I'm thinking about is them trying to avoid mind powers or metal powers killing them, and it just doesn't like it just doesn't feel like there is much on the attack. Um, and we're arguing in a landscape of a city of metal. So I just feel like it, it empowers Magneto uh, more so than like if you were in a desert environment or, you know, no, I was going to say next time we're fighting in a forest. Exactly. <laughs> like this. Because I, I just feel like Magneto would just be bringing buildings down on him and, and he would have a bunch of projectile abilities and then mobility, uh, you know, capabilities just based on his ability to control the metal around him. Yeah, I agree. But I think I think I'm willing to give it to Jeff. So Jeff's got two, I guess, on this round or this this fight. Um next time we do this i think that maybe the best way to do this is to do like a round where it's brian versus jeff and then i'm the referee and then it's tyler versus brian and jeff's the referee and then it's jeff and tyler and brian's the referee and then we like do that and we do quicker little and it's like 1v1 like we each choose a character right and have the explanation i think that might be the better way to do it kind of the way that you would do super fight yeah if that makes sense right um, I think that that might just make it because once we're like in this battlefield, it's kind of like, okay, well, Brian, how are you going to defend against Batman and Lex Luthor and Magneto and Professor X on the other side of you? You know what I mean? When it's like a fight, Agreed. it's a little bit easier to argue that it's like one, one V one or even two V two. I could do doing, I could do that. Like when, you know, that conversation, that's fine. Um, uh, but um, let's just go ahead and wrap it up. I got stuff to do. I'm painting the living room today. So, um, Jeff, do you have anything, any final thoughts, anything? Nope, I'm satisfied with the results. Um, uh, excited to do it again if we ever get to it. Um, I don't know what topic we're doing next week, but I'm going to guess it's not Leonardo DiCaprio's greatest movies. <laughs> do you guys want to do that one? I, I'd be down to talk. Do we want to do we want to try to co- try to do that one next time? I'm we'll down. see if I'm we'll see if do someone doesn't come up with a different topic before we actually uh, record again. But, uh, yeah, I think it's my turn to pick, but I'm willing to um, pick next week because I haven't put a lot of thought into it, and we can do uh, we can catch up on that Leo one that we 
said we would do like a month ago and haven't gotten around to. So yeah, let's just do let's just do a conversation of Leonardo DiCaprio and his career, um, and like you know his best movies, his best performances, and just like who he is or whatever. Agreed. Right? Down for that. About, yeah, because I think we all we all are pretty big fans of Leonardo DiCaprio. So um, yeah, I say that that's that's good. Um, all right, well. Thanks for listening. Anybody who is listening, we appreciate it. Um, you can find us at Clever Kids Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we'll start posting there soon, I promise. Um, Brian, you are on another podcast, fantasy football podcast called The Redraft with two of your friends from high school and college uh, where you talk about fantasy football. Um, that's it. You, can, you can't find us anywhere except for on the, the show's uh, Twitter and Facebook. Get in touch with us. Um, if you have any different ideas as to how those fights would have gone, feel free to let us know what you think. Obviously, you're wrong and we're right, but let us know how you feel about it. And, uh, you know, we'll communicate with you in those those conversations. I don't know. That was dumb. That was a dumb sentence that I just said. Anyway, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Brian, Jeff, I'll catch you guys later. Sounds good. Later, guys. Yep. Later, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah.